Hello everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast, produced by the Magnolia Healing Center. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. In this podcast, we will be delving into topics related to narcissistic abuse, codependency, childhood wounds, childhood trauma, mental illness, and all things narcissism. The purpose of this podcast is to bring widespread awareness and healing to the global epidemic of narcissism and codependency. It is my hopes that with this podcast, we can collectively create an environment of health and healing for you, the individual, and for the world at large. Let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be discussing the healing power of play and fun. Before we begin, this month of April actually marks one year of the Magnolia Healing Center. So what an incredible year it has been. And I wanted to celebrate with whoever's listening and offer a 10-session package for 10% off. That is this entire month. So feel free, if you are considering reaching out for coaching this month, there's a 10% discount. And I wanted to thank everyone for being a part of this journey uh, with myself and my partner, Lauren. It has been incredible. The Magnolia Healing Center has grown exponentially, and we're so excited for the many different things that we're working on that we're going to be implementing in the Magnolia Healing Center. So it's been one year since we started that, and just wanted to express my gratitude for everyone who has been a part of this center and has, have allowed us to grow the way we have, and we look forward to continuous growth um, ad infinitum forever. We hope to expand and create healing for as far as possible across the globe. So for today's episode, we're going to be discussing the healing power of play and fun. There are so many health benefits to having fun and being playful. Uh, in fact, there are little literal forms of therapy uh, t- surrounding this specific concept, most notably play therapy. Uh, in essence, this uh, form of therapy is designed to help children capitalize on the natural urge to explore and harness the energy to meet and respond to developmental needs and later on in life to mental health needs. So in this episode, we're going to talk about some of the benefits of play and having fun and how it can be used to heal. And I'm going to give some examples of play and fun personally, uh, as well as in relationships. So some of the benefits to play and fun include play brings you into the present moment. You know, I'm sure we've all heard the term time flies when you're having fun. And that's because when you are present in the moment, you sort of lose the concept of time because the past and the present, uh, I'm sorry, the, yeah, I'm sorry, the, the past and the future only really exists when we're in our heads. And when we're playing, when we're having fun, we get out of our heads, we get into the moment. Uh, and this allows us to let go of the past, of the hurts, you know, the things we attach to out of fear. And it allows us to tap into the present moment healing energy, which is one powerful healing energy, that of unconditional love. Next benefit is it helps move our life force energy, our prana, our chi energy, uh, which allows us and assists in unfreezing after trauma. So if you've been through trauma, if you've been through abuse, experiences that were emotionally overwhelming, what's going to happen is your energy is going to get frozen in time in that space. And when you are present in the moment, every time you try to be present, that energy is going to start to move. It's going to start to get activated, which is oftentimes why when you're having fun, when you're being present in the moment and you're being playful, it's, it can actually be more painful. Um, so ultimately, when we start to uh, get more comfortable in the present moment and that pain and that emotion that got frozen, those emotions that got frozen start to move itself, that can actually start to uh, move that frozen, stagnant energy out of the past and into the present moment, which is extremely important when it comes to healing. The next benefit is it allows us to speak the language of our inner child and thus create a, a connection to that child self. So when we are playful, when we're having fun, when we're being childlike, 
then what that does is that that allows that inner child self to feel seen, to feel understood, to feel connected. Um, and as a result, that child self will start to open up and join you in that playfulness. So it's not just for our adult self, but it's also for that child self so that we can create uh, equal playing field, so to speak, for that child self to come out and connect to us. The next is uh, it gets us in touch with our authentic selves as when we're having fun and being playful, we're doing things that are aligned with who we truly are, which allows us to be more authentic. It allows us to get in touch with that, that true self. So when we're traumatized, when we're forced to develop a false self, we're doing a lot of things to people please, to shape shift, to become something that other people want us to become. But when we're being playful, we're doing things that we want, and therefore we, we have more joy, and this is as a result of doing things that are aligned with our authentic self. Next, it helps us take life a little less seriously. You know, so much of being in pain and having defense mechanisms and overthinking, it, it makes us very rigid and we take ourselves way seriously. And of course, it's important to respect yourself and to take yourself seriously. But if we take ourselves too seriously, uh, then we lose out on that fun and that joy that there's so much uh, that life has to offer. So again, when we're being more playful, then we're allowing ourselves to be more childlike and as a result, be less rigorous in our approach uh, to our perspective, which allows us to be just open up more and be more vulnerable and have more fun. The next is it helps us let go and just be ourselves. So when we're, again, when we're traumatized, we are defensive. We are making sure that we are on guard and we don't necessarily need to be on guard, especially years after the trauma. Uh, we're still reliving that pattern of, of fear and trying to protect ourselves. But uh, when we're having fun, we realize that we don't necessarily have to be on guard all the time. We can just let go and be playful. You know, you, see, you don't see children being on guard because they're just, for the most part, because they're just being childlike. They're present in the moment. They're letting go. They're just being themselves. They're not protecting, you know, so we have a lot to learn from children when it comes to sort of letting go and, and just being ourselves, just letting ourselves be without judgments, without criticism. Uh, so having fun and being playful helps us with that. The next is positive positive and innocent childlike perspective on our problems uh, thus making our problems more manageable to deal with you know like i mentioned before when we're in pain when we are defended we are in our heads and we're overthinking and ultimately it's usually a negative perspective that we're developing on life and then that leads to having anxieties and fears and defenses which disconnect us from from the present moment innocence and childlike uh, perspective on life. So when we can get more present, be more playful and have more fun, this allows us to have a more innocent, childlike and positive perspective on our issues, which, you know, a lot of the problems we create for ourselves aren't necessarily issues, they're ways of perceiving. So when we can adopt a more childlike and innocent and happy and joyful perspective on our problems, most of the time, most problems we realize are, are not necessarily real. And that, you know, instead of trying to solve problems, we realize that, you know, those problems may not exist, and that solves a lot of those issues. Next is, uh, researchers have found that a state of play will actually help to produce all four of the powerful feel-good hormones, such as endorphins, oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin, and this increases our mood and overall mental well-being. So similar to the last one I mentioned, you know, when we're feeling good, it's easier to look at our life from a, from a positive perspective. So it's important to do things that help us feel good, such as have fun and be playful, because those things, when you feel good, you start to see life from a different lens of perspective, and all of a sudden, uh, it's not as doomy and gloomy, and it's, it's a lot more uh, happy and joyful and positive. Next, you feel connected to others when playing, and it dissolves the barriers to intimacy. When we have defense mechanisms, those defense mechanisms were designed to help protect us early on, but later on in life, 
those defense mechanisms become barriers to connecting to other people, but ultimately it disconnects us from ourselves. So when we are playing or having fun, when we're just letting go and just having a good time uh, doing things that are aligned with what we identify as fun and joyous, then we will feel more connected to ourself. And as a result of that, that'll dissolve barriers between ourselves and other people. Next, I mentioned this a little earlier, it gets you out of your head and out of your thinking mind and into the moment. You know, nothing kills joy like overthinking. So we got to get out of our heads. And one of the ways we do that is we just connect to things that are in our immediate environment, the senses. You know, we pay attention to what feels good, what sounds good, what smells good. Uh, and this allows us to be more present and get out of our thinking mind. You know, oftentimes we're trying to think our way out of the problem. And oftentimes we just need to get out of our head and stop thinking because most of the problems, like I said, are just created by the mind. Next, it allows you to develop a relationship with the self, you know, learn to listen and trust yourself. And this is where we get in touch with our intuition. Now, when, we, when we're being in the present moment, we are much more able to listen and follow the guidance of our intuition and thus develop a trusting relationship with ourself. So, so important to develop that relationship with our intuition because that intuition is, is our inner guidance system that's guiding us to health, happiness, freedom, and, and just the good, the good things we want in life. Next, you appreciate and love yourself. You know, like I mentioned before, when you're having a good time, when you're enjoying what it's like to be in the moment and in your body and in your life, then you start to feel good about yourself and you start to appreciate yourself and love yourself. And obviously, if you've had negative emotions and traumas and pain and shame and guilt and all those negative emotions, that's going to have a, you can have a very difficult time enjoying your life. And as a result, you'll have a hard time loving and accepting and appreciating your life. So we got to do things that help us feel good. When we feel good, we can start to appreciate the experiences we have in, a, in our body and, and being in this present moment. And that allows us to develop a positive attitude towards ourselves, which allows us to accept and hopefully, you know, really love and appreciate who we are. Next, let go of self-judgment and inner criticism. You know, you know, the, the expression dance like no one's you know, watching. So that's because ultimately if people are watching, we're assuming they're judging us. Uh, so the idea is if we're judging ourselves, then it's very hard to let go and have fun. So most of the time when we think other people are judging us, then ultimately it's because we are judging ourselves. So pay attention to those criticisms, those judgments, you know, those become resistances and, and barriers to having, to, to being ourselves. So when you are having fun, you're having a good time and you notice those judgments, work through them, understand, uh, try to understand where they're coming from. Usually it's, it's judgments we took on from, from early childhood and do, we, you know, we want to do the work to let go of those judgments and criticisms and, and by having fun and being playful then you might notice there's more judgments than you realize when you're not having fun, which I'll talk about shortly can actually make having fun and being playful much more uncomfortable than not doing that. Uh, the next reason, the next benefit to play and fun is uh, you, you feel more comfortable and you start to appreciate and even love your body. So, so many of us who've been traumatized have shame and most specifically just body shame. We feel like we don't belong. We feel like our bodies are ugly or shameful or disgusting or just something that isn't good enough. But when you're having fun, you kind of lose those inhibitions and you just start to realize that it doesn't really matter what you look like. It doesn't really matter uh, what other people think about your body. You know, your body is beautiful because it functions and it's always working for you and trying to keep you safe and happy and healthy. So the more fun you have, the more enjoyment you have in that body, and then you start to develop a healthier, more self-loving relationship with your body. Next benefit is it allows us to 
practice the art of existing as opposed to the art of doing we become human doings you know we want to become human beings and the playfulness the joy you know doing things for no other reason but it just brings you happiness is a way to practice the art of our existence of enjoying our existence as opposed to escaping into the human doing and finally it helps you not to focus on healing and allows healing to happen in its own time so many times i'll be working with clients and they'll be so focused on what do i do next you know the question will be okay yes now i know the problem what do i do right and my answer to that and my response to that is usually going to sound like hey you know we're doing enough or maybe we're even doing too much uh, sometimes we have to do less so uh, when we get away from it when we distract ourselves of course we have to do the work but sometimes we just need to take a break from it and having fun and just watching a movie or just enjoying yourself and, and almost distracting yourself which seemingly is a problem but sometimes uh, distracting yourself could actually be healing because you're just taking a break from healing and you're allowing the healing process which is a natural process it's going to happen if you get out of your own way so by us taking a break and just having a good time and having fun with our life and enjoying our existence that it could actually allow the healing process to happen a little bit quicker so i want to say for those who have children and like myself children are great teachers for how to have fun and how to just play you know for me it's getting on the floor and, and playing with my child you know and, and and allowing my child to to just show me what's fun you know we oftentimes we think that we're the leaders of our children but in many instances our children have a lot to teach us uh you know how to tap into the inner present moment you know allowing that inner child healing energy uh, that exists below all that trauma and all the programming to to to, to be expressed to, to to be freed so uh just allowing your child to just be a child and then learn from them how to be a child they know how to be a child better than we do you know a lot in many instances we've forgotten the art of play and fun and children seem to know that naturally so the following are some of the things that could be done for play and fun a sort of a list that that i that i've come up with and you know ultimately whatever you decide is fun is is your decision you know nobody else can tell you what's a, what's a enjoyable for you you have to sort of figure that out for yourself and if you don't know well maybe explore try new things and if it doesn't work for you try new try different things but at the end of the day fun and play is what you decide brings you into the moment and is aligned with your character your personality and uh, who you truly are so some of those things that could be playful or fun include drawing artwork you know listening or playing music if you play an instrument uh, playing a board game uh, with others uh, playing sports uh, journaling reading listening to audiobooks uh, taking a pottery class a martial arts class uh, watching a movie eating at your favorite restaurant uh, dancing going camping uh, bowling swimming or meditating and if you're an adult this may include uh, a deep stimulating conversation with another person sex or intimacy can certainly be something that is considered play and fun uh, going out on a date maybe a date night massages going shopping doing karaoke so this is just a small list that i've come up with but like i said the goal is to find what you want to do something that it's aligned with your true self and for many people who have never even explored this concept of having fun you know for that uh, for them maybe there's a core belief oh you know it's it's not it's not uh productive or it's wasting time you're lazy you know pay attention to that too because those are those are resistances and those might be wounds that need to be you know focused on and, and faced now the goal is to essentially stimulate the five senses so you can become more uh, aware of your surroundings and be more mindful of your present moment experience you know try to do something that's that's true and innate to you and your inner beings desire as opposed to you know what other people say is, is fun or enjoyable or what society says 
The goal is to do things that are innate to your character that bring you happiness, peace, and joy. And there's just no, there's no pressure. There's no right or wrong way. You get to decide how much, you know, what's the right amount and what specific activity it is. So I mentioned this briefly a little bit earlier. You may want to pay attention to the negative self-judgments, the criticism, and the pain that actually is experienced the more you engage in fun and play. So if you were raised in a unsafe home, a judgmental home, a home that was critical of being vulnerable uh, in you know, a narcissistic family dynamic like myself, and you didn't feel free to be a child, there will most probably be resistances and fears to this process, and oftentimes it'll actually be more painful to have fun, let go, and, and be vulnerable. You know, doing so will actually awaken past wounds that occurred in the present moment. And this is why doing this work can get us in touch with our past wounds that will then get activated as we become more present. And as a result of that, that'll wake up the wounds and it'll help move that frozen and stagnant life force energy from the past and will get us in, in contact and access that energy so we can ultimately integrate it into the present moment. And this is really what a healing journey is. It's, it's getting in touch with the parts of ourself that have been rejected, denied, that are not integrated in our present moment, that are demanding our attention, going back into that space. Uh, and when we do this, when we integrate it, we ultimately feel more alive, whole, you know, less depressed, and much more happy and joyous. You know, I can't describe enough just how important play and fun is. You know, life should be fun. Life should be enjoyable. Uh, we should be having a good time. And of course, you know, there's many life stressors and situations that seem to pull us away from ourselves and don't allow us to, to tap into that present moment and have fun. Um, but I do believe that if we start creating a pattern of maybe five minutes a day, start with just focusing on yourself and what do you want to do? You know, we won't lose ourselves and become so codependently disconnected from ourselves that we just don't really spend any time in our present moment experience. And it's so important to get back to yourself. And so many of us are avoiding ourselves, and whether this is because of life itself or simply because we created a life where we could avoid ourselves because we don't necessarily want to face that pain. It's so important to go through that pain because when you do, you're able to get back to your authentic self. And behind all those defenses and all those layers of pain and fears and resistances, there is a child waiting to play and have fun. We got to get in touch with that child self, liberate him or her, bring him into the present moment, and I promise you, your life will be so much more just playful and joyous and happy as as it was when we were that that innocent child self. And of course, that was, that was kind of robbed and stolen from us, and we gotta get back to that childlike self. You know, so many of us are stressed, we're living worried, you know, living in our head, overthinking, we're in fight and flight, and we're in constant survival mode, and this has been the case since, since childhood. So playing and having fun, it reminds you that it's not all that serious, it doesn't all have to be figured out right now, and we can just allow ourselves, give ourselves permission to just be and have fun and be a human being and not a human doing and just live our life, which if this is a struggle for you, this is something that has been absolutely just very difficult for me to work through in my life. And I'm, you know, I have fun, but at times when I'm having fun, especially with my child, it'll be triggering. So uh, this is something I'm always working on and, and I've gotten so much better at, and it's just added so much joy and happiness into my life. And it'd be an honor for myself to help you in this process. So if you are struggling to have fun and enjoy your life after being traumatized and abused and feeling like you can't be present and vulnerable, please reach out and allow me to assist you in getting back to that childlike, innocent, and joyful state of being. It'd be an honor to help you. And if you are interested, feel free to reach out to me directly. My email is yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at magnoliahealingcenter.com. You could reach me by phone, 818-210-6049. I want to thank you all so much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the best.